voice memos. Testing, 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 one, two, three. Being hilarious. Being hilarious. Oh my god, I just went live. Sorry. It's alright. Oh. Going live, going live, checking network connections. We're trying to go live on oh. Cannabis. Here we go. Okay, ready? Let me tell you a little something about the chronic gal. Just two best buds and the very best pals. Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree. So grab a joint and just fall for me. Hey! Hi, everybody! Welcome to the show! Wow, we already have people coming in. We love you guys so much. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everybody. What's everybody up to today? Happy Thursday. Happy post-Valentine's Day. Happy post-Valentine's Day. What a day. It's, uh, what's today? Thursday? It's Thursday. It's Thursday. And we're here doing some lives. Super excited. Thank you guys all for being here. Yes, thank you. We have a super exciting show. We we have a guest coming on in a few minutes. Morgan Garza of the Modern Mystic. And, um, yeah, but before we get her on here, we are going to do a little housekeeping. No, sweep under the rug. Like we do. Let's not sweep under the rug. We want to sweep things out Out from from under the rug. Wow. (laughs) Anyway, we've been busy. (laughs) So, um, last weekend we did an awesome event with Tokativity, another awesome event with Tokativity, a women in cannabis group that we are a part of. And we live we live podcasted at their Love Yourself More event, and um, we had so much fun. We just got notified today that our audio is coming in, so we're going to, going to be able to release that as a bonus episode um, probably this week, sometime. I don't know. We'll let you know whenever we feel like we'll it. We'll just post so, it, and then we'll be there, and then it'll be a sweet little treat. Magic presents. So make sure you subscribe to Chronic Gals Podcast on your favorite podcasting platform nice. so you get that notification and you get that little treat present to yourself i thought you said you something about a vacation and i was like vacation sounds great you get to go on vacation i get to go on a vacation soon but that's not what we're talking that's about not what we're talking today. about today um so yeah keep an eye out for that bonus episode uh with tokativity thank you so much to them for inviting us back for another so fun. podcast so fun it always. was so fun being always social yeah. On the internet. Yeah, like dressing up and putting makeup on? Yeah. What's what? that? I did that again today. Nice. I didn't. I will got bored at home. Anyway, um, something else that's coming up. Next week, our new episode drops. We get to talk to Sam from Sam Speaks Straight. He's our newest UK friend. Mm-hmm. So he comes, yeah, comes to us from across the pond, and we get to know all about what's going on in England and in London specifically with everything mm-hmm. yep sam is a cannabis consultant mm-hmm. just getting things started over there before recreational is even legal so it's a very interesting time to mm-hmm. be i mean for all of us right oh, it's yeah. like for all of for us all... it's such an interesting time to be part of the cannabis industry yeah. so um yeah we're gonna talk to him about that that's uh dropping on wednesday wednesday and yeah we've gone global we have we've gone global and you know what else i mean I don't think we've, this isn't, this isn't like a new thing where we've gone global. I feel like we've had friends all over the place. We've had listeners and fans from all over the place Mm -hmm. and we've started. Um, But I posted on Instagram today asking where everybody's from and the couple people who 
chimed in in the like maybe an hour (laughs) since I gave it to the internet, but I'll just post it on um, Instagram afterwards. But thank you, Toktivity. They're from Portland. They chimed in. And then Windsor Nodi is from Vancouver, Canada. Yeah. So we're Vancouver, sorry. Nope. uh, Brother (laughs) up, up. Other Vancouver. And the twin. Twin coup. Twin coup. <laughs> I feel like if you could, like, fold at maybe Olympia, just fold it in half. What, the entire continent of the North America? Yeah. We, <laughs> the Vancouver's would touch. Okay, That's okay. what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Sure, I could see that. But yeah, <clears throat> high five to, to y'all up there. Yeah, and um, he's actually doing really cool things, too. He's making some pipes out of some unusual materials. Antler! Um, Super cool. cool. Such a neat alternative to glass and metal pipes. Um, You might have seen us post about it on Instagram this last week. Um, But we are excited to learn more about what they've got going on. So stay tuned for that, too. Yeah, check out Shed's official Mm -hmm. Instagram. And thanks to Keith for responding to our call-out. What's it called? A story. Sticker? Story. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) I'm so excited. I'm already a little high, but that's not anything new, but I'm very excited for today. Mm -hmm. We're getting, we're always magical, but we're getting extra Extra magical. Extra magic. I feel like we are adding a new (laughs) buddy into our manifestation group. I'm just so excited to talk to her. Who are we talking to, Ashley? We are talking to Morgan Garza of Modern Mystic. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah, we already said that earlier. Um, she's awesome. We actually came across her when she had, or when she was doing her old podcast, um, Spirit Guides Radio, and we actually came across a lot of spiritual people that way. Like Andy Murphy. Andy Murphy. The Rock and Roll Shaman. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, the work that she did then actually influenced us quite a bit, and now I'm very excited to talk to her. And she has sent us a request to be in our video, so here we go. Cannabis, I hope you can hear her. You all are next to each other, so (laughs) it should be okay. Should be good. Should be good. Um, So, while we're waiting for her to get connected, hello! I love it. I like it. It's Hello. like the two halves of the silhouette TikTok challenge, where we're the like the oh, yeah, not the, red half, and you are and then the, the red half. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. Welcome yeah. to us. Welcome to all of us for being in this space together. Seriously, we're super excited. Like we were just saying, so thanks for Joining being us. willing to hop on it so late. Nice. Perfect. I love love it. Ideal then. Ideal. I'm going to turn you up for us a little bit. There we go. Okay. Turn on a little light. Okay. I'm not so dark. Awesome. See, the ladies have already smoked a little today, tonight, this evening. I mean, it's Uh, kind of a daily thing, you know, all day long. All day, every day. Yeah. It just makes everything a little bit easier to take, you know. The state of this world now. <laughs> a little easier to do so when wild. you're stoned. <laughs> what should we smoke on? What uh, are you smoking on, Morgan? I have a little little bitty joint that is from this big old jar. Nice. <laughs> nice. Of, like Colorado homegrown goodness. Awesome. Good. I love that. 
strain it is. I think it's either green crack or I think it's green crack, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, an excellent choice, though. It works. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Perfect for our chat, too. Perfect for a yeah. conversation. Um, we found a couple little things. I actually found this rose petal pre-roll at one of our local dispensaries. So I'm like, this feels appropriate. <laughs> Alright. This is after dark. Every day. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Whoa. Okay. Interesting. Crazy. I love that. I have little roses that I like keep and dry and then just crumble them into my grinder. Love, love that. Nice. We've been getting into smokable herbs, I don't know, probably the past year. Yeah, yeah. We've we've been dabbling with them and really enjoying them. It's yeah, nice to have something. I, flavor mm-hmm, exactly huh. it's nice to have something different to smoke just to like mix in with the whole experience mm-hmm. okay so this is really neat but they rolled it in paper and then rolled it in petals oh i feel like that's cheating you know what though okay so this is i think it's 0.75 grams yeah 0.75 grams and it is um it was $15 for this. So I I feel like if they actually had somebody hand-rolling rose petal joints without the paper, it would be, like, a $50 joint. Probably. Yeah. You would have, and, like, you would have to glue it or something. How would you even get that to stay? Well, you were able to do yeah, it once. I, I rolled a rose petal joint last February, actually. And you have to, like, bake the petals on, like, the lowest setting for a couple minutes to, like kind of start the drying process and to make them like kind of sticky like the like they lose some oil and then you like lick them oh. and then you lick like you lay them all together and you stick them and then you let that dry that's really cool that's yeah. A that's yeah it was a process did you that out or did you find that i go i youtubed it <laughs> And then I like I was like eh. I just like pulled fast forwarded through the whole video. I was like yeah I can figure this out. <laughs> I, uh, just give me the, the like the temperature deep. and like the timing and then I can I don't need anyone to tell me. I'm just gonna figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> what cool. about like cross joints? We were talking about that this week and I was snowboarding in Crested Butte and we were like when was the last time you smoked a cross joint or any like different shape? It's been a while. I don't think I've ever smoked a cross joint, which I'm, like, so sad. I don't think I've ever smoked a cross joint either. I want to learn how to make one. It's tricky. I want to say say I've smoked just large things. Like, not anything with a cute shape. That's what she said. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, like, I've... I've, I mean, not to myself, obviously, but like a 14 gram firecracker. Oh. I've done that before. Yeah. And just like giant, like Canagar type things. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever done a shape. Yeah. Try it. When I lived in um, the apartment that I was in in college, we had one of these like coffee table books from probably like Urban Outfitters or something. And it had, it was like all different shapes and sizes and things. So we would just get super stoned and try stuff out. It was usually a disaster, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to try it. I'm willing to try it. The joints that we were like posting about were very impressive. Yeah, we had a whole post a couple weeks ago where we went through, we had people submit their crazy joints. Yeah. And the reindeer one, I'm just like, those tulip ones are just so, it's so much weed. Yeah. Crazy. 
stories. Yeah. 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 People are talented. People are talented. <laughs> so I'm going to light this up. Okay. Spark Cheers. Up. Cheers. Hopefully everybody at home is smoking too. So fun. Oh, we have a comment. Haven't smoked a cross joint since 2010. Yep. And 2010 was prime for cross joints. That's, <laughs> that's so funny. I'm glad that that's a, that's a whole thing. That's a whole like a collective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay. Awesome. Oh, this is kind of nice. so though. fun. What a great thing you guys are doing. Oh, thank you. I mean, we can't smoke with our, with like our regular smoke buddies anymore. And there are so many cool people doing so many cool things around the country. It's like, let's, let's do this together. virtual smoke <laughs> sesh. Yeah, I know. Everyone was like, we can't keep drinking. Like, we can't, like, our we physically can't keep drinking. Let's just smoke weed. Yeah. And eat edibles forever. And I love that everyone's, like, infusing everything. everything. Salad, like, I don't know, dumplings. Bread, toast. I saw a post where somebody was had used infused rice wine vinegar in some salad dressing or something. And I'm like, how do you infuse rice wine vinegar? I mean, you probably just soak it, but still, (laughs) that's clever. I don't want to think about the how. I just want to think about the yes. Yes, yes. I like your style. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, this is tasty. Yeah, you can d- taste the rose still. Yeah, which is nice. I was worried that the paper was going to be overpowering the rose, but it's pretty nice. Oh, it's also a Klingon strain. Ooh. Um, I don't know. I feel like you're into aliens, and we're going to be into aliens, so I got the Klingon. It also says aggressive relaxation on the box, so I'm like, I'm down for aggressive relaxation all the time. You need to relax. <laughs> Hey you! You need to re- you chill, need to chill out, bro. Need to chill. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! So that's so funny. So funny. I was yeah. listening to Green Day or the Blink One Eighty Two radio on my way here, like getting myself pumped up. So I guess that is aggressively getting like aggre- like aggressive, aggressive relaxation. relaxation. Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah, running in late, and you're like, okay, now I have to leave my my like freak out at the door that I wasn't gonna make it. Okay, Savasana. <laughs> That's so funny. I recently did this um, energy work with a lady who um, does the body code. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the body code or the emotion code, but it's essentially the system that like. You use muscle testing and intuitive testing to kind of figure out what um, what is a yes and a what is a no for you based about, mm-hmm. like, negative energies that are blocking your flow, essentially. Like, is muscle testing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And one of the things that the lady told me was that there are, I think it was around the heart wall, which is like, you know, layers of protection that we naturally energetically put around our hearts in order to protect ourselves. Um, and a lot of people, or a lot of that is influenced, I believe it was the heart wall, it might have been something else, but a lot of that is influenced, she said, by music that we listen to in like our teenage years and our formative years. So sometimes these negative messaging gets stuck on us because of all of this music we listen to over and over. And my messaging that she was er- helping me erase was, I am weak and pathetic. And I was emo 
through all of high school. So emo. (laughs) I was like, wow. (laughs) So fascinating. You don't think about, you don't think about that, but like, um, who fucking sang the song and it's like, wake up. Is that Nirvana, Green Day? Um, Well, anyways, my cousin used to listen to that song all the time and play it with his band and it would always make me like, <laughs> and now I'm just thinking back to all the times that I listened to like crazy ass music on repeat. Like you know when you would just listen to a CD like end to the end and over, end to the end and over. Yeah, yeah. And the best way to listen to music is to listen to an entire album. I'm obsessed, and it was like yeah, all like some of my heart's just like punk rock calcified. Right, exactly. Yeah. Apparently, system of a down. Yeah. System of there, down. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just interesting. Makes sense. The things that we pick up, you know? I know. Yeah. The heart is powerful. I've been studying heart math where, like, your heart extends out of your body, like, to a certain amount. I think it's, like, six feet. But playing with this energy of actually manipulating, like, not the beat of your heart, obviously, but the energy that comes out, and it's in, like, a torus field. So it goes up and comes down to your head and in this, like, donut shape kind of thing. And thinking about the idea of, like, your heart just extending out. And, like, Andy Murphy, mm-hmm. um, she lives in Denver. We hang out all the time. She's super <laughs> rad. I, I love, love her. <laughs> but she's she talks amazing. about working on, like, these grids with her heart and going by city and by neighborhood and doing all of this stuff and, like, practicing mm-hmm. extending your heart out even further. So, I don't know. That was tangent. But that's really cool, too. Like, the heart is so powerful. So powerful. And I was pulling cards. So I have, I've been using this, um, shadow edition. Ooh. Arrow. So pretty. And I pulled self-love. Oh, I love that. How perfect. It's so pretty. A peacock. Oh, it's a peacock. I have a peacock tattoo. <laughs> oh, you do? Oh my God, it's right there. It's a quill, yeah. I love it. <laughs> That's so great. I feel like that has been such a theme this whole week Mm -hmm. with like valentine's day being on whatever sunday and we just did an event with tokativity about self-love and we've just been like talking about self-love and just and then i feel like valentine's day (laughs) itself has also evolved at least or it has like it's galentine's day now which is very much about self-love and like hanging out with your gals your gal pals and stuff like that so yeah this whole self-love theme for sure you need it you need it yeah, if you don't like love yourself. You're first, and then you can, like, extend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is one thing we actually discussed at the event, but I'm going to pose the question to you. Self-love and self-care, are they the same thing? Thoughts? No, they're <laughs> not. Um, they are in the same, like, room, but they're definitely doing different things. So self-care is, like, taking a bath, like, journaling, pulling cards or like whatever you like to do yoga um using a mask like taking vitamins (laughs) but self-love is like acceptance of who you are like just acceptance of who you are I mean like and everything that that extends to it's working on your shadow it's calling yourself out it's looking in the mirror and being like I am the woman of my fucking dreams and meaning it or person whatever um, and it's mm-hmm. this whole different, like, 
embodiment, I guess, rather than just like, I used a mask today. Isn't that nice for me? (laughs) That's what we were saying. We were like, you can do self-care things and not have self-love. And you can have love for yourself but not do enough self-care. You know, there's, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 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 Dude, I'm in that I'm in that cycle right now. I just haven't I haven't taken the time to yeah, get it the done. Yeah, are a fun thing about the 30s. <laughs> yeah, late 20s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, tried waxing my mustache the other day, but I only got half of the hair. <laughs> so, and I didn't realize it till the next day, and I was like, "Oh well, Forget it. okay." Or I no, I didn't realize until after I had oiled already. So once you oil, you can't wax again. Yeah. Like it just like doesn't stick. That's so terrible. now I've just been I like, and then I haven't dealt with it since. So I'm just been walking around with half a mustache, which I don't know. It's fine. You can't see Whatever. it. Whatever. That's self care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Good point. <laughs> it's kind of a tangent, but have you guys seen the joint smoking and doing the mascara makeup challenge? No. I want to do it. I because I've done it before, and it's really hard to smoke a joint and do your mascara because you're like, and then it's going in your eye, but you're also trying to keep it open. But you like it's it's really funny. I'm We should do that for one live. We should oh just, God. like, hold joints in our fingers and also do our makeup. Oh. <laughs> it's just we should do each other's makeup. Ash is the contour lines now. It's just, yeah. What if you had to have a joint in each finger? Yeah, right. <laughs> and then you hold the makeup brush in between. It's just not. <laughs> That's a challenge. Challenge accepted? Question mark? I don't know about that. (laughs) That would be so hard. Uh, I don't know if you'd cut back from that one. That would be too high. Yeah. Yeah. That's one. Too many joints to even count. And then who's doing your makeup? You have to do your. That's right. The makeup's out the window then. Well, then what? There you go. What is that? 40? uh, What's what's that? Mr. 40 Hands? Yes. (laughs) Edward 40 Hands. (laughs) Tape of 40 around your hand. You can't take them off until you're done. done. Oh my gosh. I never played that game. English up in here. I, yeah, I was never a 40 drinker. (laughs) That's so not my alcoholic beverage. Not by choice. No, no. Yeah, it was always that, like, oh, is that what you're drinking? Okay, I'm just going to drink this for, because, to be cool. And then not really enjoy it. (laughs) Just pass me the joint instead. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we've talked about a little bit about this new thing that you just recently put out, Modern Mystic. Can you tell us a little bit about that and about what you've been doing? Yes, I've been doing a lot. which is amazing, Soul Magic, Ancient Wisdom for Modern Mystics. So rolling with that, it's just like a whole bunch of modalities that you can use to like discover. So you're going to learn a little bit about a lot of things. It's really concise, but it's pretty sweet, and I'm super proud of it. I love it. 
And then that kind of led into making a course that was like loosely based on the book, mostly just the topics. Um, and that was really cool. It was super uncomfortable. But it was one of those things that like when I'm doing it, I'm like, oh my God, this is terrible. This is terrible. This is terrible. I'm blowing it. I'm fucking everything up. I'm not saying the right <laughs> things. And then it just like you see it after and you're like, oh, okay. I'm good, mm-hmm. but really excited. It just came out. It's with Yogi Approved, and that's a like an online yoga publication who I've been writing for for a while, and they also have online yoga classes, so it's pretty sweet. I mean, who can go to yoga studios right now anyways? So, yeah, check it out. It's about manifestation, astrology, crystal healing, shadow work, and spirit communication. So mm-hmm. it's like the beginner's starter kit to all of this mystical world past like the black holes oh, I, <laughs> I love, love that it. and so needed right now yeah, so needed I, mean, I think 2020 made everyone look at themselves in ways that they hadn't ever maybe or in a while and it just fucking sucked and we had to go to this space where we're like, I have to look in the mirror. I have to have self-love and mm-hmm. not just like take baths and do yoga and have a margarita because I love myself. Um, so I think it, it really pushed a lot of people, not pushed, I guess pushed, yeah, pushed or encouraged or forced <laughs> a lot of people to like look for more and look within and seek without and think about all of these things that are beyond themselves because we've been like the lowest of below so there's only up from here and there's so many tools to help not only deal with that low but like make the journey not so painful and lonely like cards and like crystals Mm -hmm. and like fucking tons of weed (laughs) yeah (laughs) I love that um, yeah, it's really cool. Are you guys are like witches, though? I feel. I mean, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I brought I brought my crystals and my deck cards. I have this like fancy little candle holder. <laughs> yeah, we've taken a couple of um, Andy's courses. Mm-hmm. So, ugh. yeah, it's really it's fun. Just great, and I really do think that we, as a society, we. Especially with, like, social media and trying to, not trying to, but just you end up posting all of the best things of your life and people aren't really uh, willing to be vulnerable enough to share their lows, too. So, like, a lot of us just don't even think that we need to deal with it. It's just kind of about putting a veneer over ourselves and our lives and just, Uh you know, going through. But we do need to turn in and look at our shadows and shine light in the shadow to see how we can heal whatever that issue is. And, um, yeah, I just, I love that. I think that's so important. And I yeah, feel like every time... It's like a buzzword, but a lot of people are like, I don't know what it is, I'm scared, so it's cool to, it's coming out more. Yeah. And I feel like every time that we do our, like, shadow work or whatever, and, like, even that term is just, like... It's just it's sounds charged. so sad, you know? But it, And it is a sad space. But once you get out of it, it's like there's, like, so much energy and, like, passion. And you, like, finally see what your, like, path. So it's, like, worth going in and, like, turning inside and figuring out, like, oh, man, why, 
why do I feel like this? Oh, is that the reason? Oh, is my inner child just like on my back all the time, like taking everything? Oh, okay. Like, let's try and figure that out, you know? And then we can just like, and when you take the time, yeah, sorry. When you take the time to like clear all that and heal all of that, like look how much room you have Mm -hmm. now for the universe to bring you good things and for good things and things that you love to take that empty space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You're like treasure hunting. I wish they we could we should call it that instead. I like and it's that. like while you're you're dealing with your shadow work and you're you're facing all of these things about you, I always like to say your soul is like a disco ball and you have all of these different facets and you have to love each one and each one is different and each one is like still an expression of you. But like if you think about it as just treasure hunting, you're not only addressing all of these shadows and accepting yourself fully and coming into this place of like okayness with Mm -hmm. who you are and what's been going on then you also are cutting cords so that's like the space that you're talking about Mm -hmm. and cord cutting like so many of my clients have been coming to me for cord cutting the past two weeks I don't know if it's like mercury retrograde or all of these conjunctions or so many planets in Aquarius or Pisces (laughs) like it's fucking all of the above yeah (laughs) like everyone is feeling it right now and like this cord cutting is so big and it really is a part of the shadow that I don't think like we talk about or or know about enough to do and it's just been so fucking rad because like when I'm doing cord cutting with other people I'm essentially doing it too mm-hmm. so I'm just always like fucked up like <laughs> <laughs> can you talk a little bit more about what cord cutting is for people who don't know <laughs> so basically you turn into a transformer and yes take your swords and you cut this cord that's attached to your body stealing all your fucking life force heck yeah um but really it is essentially that (laughs) and you are detaching your energy from whatever you've plugged into i like to think about it as like you know how vacuums have a cord that like pull out and you can press the button and they snap back in okay so that's what I think because I'm very visual I need like something that works for mine like do what works for you but there's this cord attached to your solar plexus which is like below your heart above your belly button huge energy source in the body and it comes out and like I'm just like plugging into things like relationships behaviors um emotions whatever beliefs all of these things it's not only people and each plug you are giving energy and you're mutually going into it and so if something is taking more than you're getting back and if it's not mutual or if it's like very toxic then you just unplug it and in my mind I like have this whole I made like a dance routine for it (laughs) (laughs) so cute um so, yeah, and then you just visualize, like, all of your energy coming back to you. So you're making the choice to not give your energy away to that person or situation. So, again, so important. So many of us are giving away so much energy to people who aren't giving us the same amount back. Yeah. No, no. And so many beliefs, like, you keep, like, saying, like, those songs that you listen to in your teens that are still, like floating around in your body like you're still giving energy to that but you can't cut a cord of something that you're not aware of Mm. so that's why like shadow work comes in you become aware and then from there you like go deeper 
into cord cutting and actually release what needs to be gone and like keep the lessons like it's not about eradicating anything like you can't eradicate the ego you can get rid of this stuff um but it's about like acceptance and integration yeah that's the whole idea of why failure is good and why we shouldn't be afraid to make mistakes because we need to learn how not to do things in order to learn how to do things yeah and we have to be okay with like having pain like it's it's natural to to walk around the world with some pain it's not that we can't feel it Mm -hmm. and when you like feel it it doesn't take as long as like holding it back and not feeling it and then not feeling it and then like 30 years you have a crazy tumor on your heart because you kept this feeling in for so long when if you just like felt sad for 45 minutes you can just like kind of move on with your life from Mm -hmm. it 20 years ago yeah exactly (laughs) like the physical manifestation of emotion is so real Mm -hmm. I mean and we've known this for thousands of years Mm -hmm. like traditional Chinese medicine is based on this and it's like it's all here still you know and somatic work is great for that too like getting it out of the body and you've been doing a lot of tapping (coughs) tell us about your tapping I did the tapping that you had on YouTube today Oh, I did that, and I was like, wow, I don't know what I'm doing, but this is cool, and it feels really good. Yeah, tapping is my favorite, too. Like, I don't know, I fell in love with it with Gala Darling. I don't know if you follow her or know she is, but, like, three years ago, and then I've just been doing it consistently, and it feels so good. It really works for me, and then I decided to get certified in it and, like, start working with people and cool. Training and it's been really rad. So it's like psychological acupressure where you tap on different parts of the body and repeat things to yourself that are like affirming or freeing or just like it's not like I am beautiful, I am smart, like I am worthy. It's um it's deeper and it's more for like just again to, I feel like I keep saying acceptance, but like that's what we need right now. That's what we need right now. Yeah, I remember when I first learned about it, it was, I don't know, probably like seven, eight years ago at this point. But I didn't really, like I tried it a couple times, but I didn't get into it as much as I have been recently. But it is, like, the things that you're saying are very specific to whatever is triggering you at that moment. You know, like, oh, it's maybe it's like I don't feel good in this t-shirt right now, but it's not about, it's not about the shirt on my body. My body still feels good and... That's the kind of, those are the kind of messages that you're moving through, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, you can do it for anything. You can do it for insomnia. You can do it for like self-worth, for getting over a breakup, for calling in a job, for like, honestly, you name it. There's a guy on YouTube named Brad Yates, a man, um, and he's been... (laughs) 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 he has like thousands of tapping videos but it just shows you like the breadth of what this could be and what could happen so it's really versatile you can use it for anything and it's just like I think it's fun it gets you out of your head like you feel weird and you're saying like crazy shit like sometimes I just like listen to music like what the the 
story or whatever the story that you guys mm-hmm. shared the video I like have started listening to music and tapping to the lyrics and I'm like this is so fucking cool yeah it's amazing yeah, I did the YouTube one, and I was I just, like, was in my bed doing it, and my boyfriend, like, looked at me, and he thought I was, like, talking to somebody, and he was like, oh, do I need to leave? Like, <laughs> I was like, no, I'm just, yeah, don't, don't worry, I'm just, I'm just in the face. No, don't worry. Button mashing on my, on my face. <laughs> but it was awesome, and it was like, wow, this is, like, something that I didn't realize that I like to do, but it is really moving a bunch of energy through that I need to, like, I'm already wanted to move through, but don't really want to, like, do some crazy exercise, you know? But I can sit and do this, and that's totally moving it through, and... Yeah. And then you're, like, tingly after. Yeah. Body is, like... Kind of, like, Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this body code reader who I was talking about Mm. before, she was saying that everybody, on average, that she has seen walks around with something with, like... 300 to 600 emotional blocks in their energy field so it was like we don't have the time to go through and actually sit down and do all of the shadow work for every single one of those blocks so having tools like tapping where we can literally just shake it away or you know tap it away this is so helpful yeah yeah and it's so simple you don't even have to do it for that long like i think that video i think the videos that i have on youtube are probably like 15 minutes but Mm -hmm. i'm also like chatting before but um like five minutes is enough or sometimes I love to tell people like if you're in a situation where you're feeling really stressed or like in like a trauma response or just whatever you need to get out of your head just like do the karate chop point mm-hmm. which is where you tap out the negative or like the perceived negative whatever negative is a perception but <laughs> that's a rabbit hole <laughs> you just tap here and just like cool. breathe or just like stare at a wall or just like talk yourself through it like even that act will like initiate something in your body i can already feel it just like sitting for a while this you'll like go right into it you know it's kind of like being at a concert and hearing a song live and being like oh this is the best and then you hear it on the radio and you're like i can still kind of go there yeah that's exactly what was happening on my way here listening to the blink 182 radio i was like wow i feel like i'm back at a show, being like 17, just like living life, you know, like being in that vibration where you're just like, this is it, man, you know? And like, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Okay. F- favorite concerts we've ever, ever oh, been gosh. to since we haven't been to live shows in <laughs> months. Favorite live show. Whoever Most wants to go first. Big Wild at Red Rocks. Ooh, that would be so good. Yeah, that would have been a good one. It was amazing. There yeah. were like it was like one of those days and one of those concerts where everyone and Red Rocks is huge, but like everyone was on the same page. It was like they were handing out the same drugs at the entrance, like take your ticket, give you this mystery. <laughs> yes, everyone took it. I love that. Not literally. I'm not yeah, yeah, really yeah, not, yeah. But it was like. And it was just like you run it, you like people would walk by and you'd be like, What up? <laughs> yes. It was just so cool. It was really good. So that one I would say. Oh, that, that, was a good, awesome. that was a good choice. Do you have do you have one? Do you know yours? Uh well my go well, like my immediate was any say anything show I've ever gone to. Mm-hmm. Um, say anything, say but anything. after 
your answer, Morgan, that took me back to when we saw Odessa at What the Fest. Oh, yeah. And that was this, like the same experience. Everyone was this, on the same page. Everyone was like, just feeling love. We were all like dancing. And like I just met people after that show who had like, like, date like years after who was like yeah we saw Odessa and we got in this conversation we were like it was just love man it was love that like your freaking stranger was just love man I was like yeah man it was just and so every time I hear Odessa now I go back to that nice oh god they are so good so good yeah my heart's like racing just thinking I know me too I know Oh, man. So good. So good. All right, Ashley, what's your answer? I have a couple that I can't choose. Okay, so first one, uh, we used to live on the East Coast for a little while, and when we went to Philadelphia to see um, Manchester Orchestra, and White Denim opened for them. And White Denim, they had this one moment where they, like, the two guitarists were getting in this epic guitar solo battle that went on for probably, like, 20 minutes. (laughs) And it was so good. I just remember being able to tap in so hard to the energy that they were creating. And it was just such an epic, like, up and down battle between these people. Yeah, it was was just so good. And then at the end, like, when it finally climaxed, it was, like, practically (laughs) orgasming standing there watching them play this guitar solo battle thing. It was so good. It was so good. And then also hearing about Big Wild and (laughs) Odessa. Uh, it just brings me back to when we saw Infected Mushroom at Paradiso. Oh, so good. We saw them at the, well, for, yeah, I was coming up on my acid. It started raining at the gorge, and all of the raindrops were, like, red pixelated red fire. acid blobs falling from the sky. Fire. It was so, so good. And, I mean, everyone at Paradiso is also taking the same drug and feeling that vibe. <laughs> so... Yeah, it all, it's all just so good. <laughs> Live shows. Mm, I miss that I so know. much. Fuck. Yeah. Same. <clears throat> Same. I hope we get to have them. We get to have them in the future. That's the future that I'm building. Yeah. Live shows for everybody. For sure. More it'll live happen, shows. But just yeah. not soon enough. Like, they're mm-hmm. rescheduling most Red Rock shows for 2022. Dang. I believe it. I believe it. it. I don't want to, but I guess. <laughs> That's annoying. Uh, for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, I'm going to load another bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Take us back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about where you started with cannabis. Was it, was, when, when did you get started? What, what was the vibes and the feels? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> back, back in the days, seeds and stems, like you know, like gin and juice, seeds and stems. Do. <laughs> yeah, and it just stuck. It just did the. It just did the yeah. right things for you. I always just liked it more. Like I smoked weed before I drank. I just, I don't know. I feel like I was always just kind of like drawn to it. I guess. And aren't you a Taurus or sign? A little dependent in like early college I was like smoking before work coming home between like taking breaks to come home and smoke smoking my car everywhere it was a lot like 
just smoking before I go over to my parents' house, and there got to a point where I was like, I'm so hot. Like, is this even necessary? <laughs> like, my roommate and I would go through an eighth in, like, two days, and we're just like, blunts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> been there but then you know you graduate out of that and now it's just like I don't know now it's become this like sacred lovely like flowy relationship with like I'm rolling like joints with flowers and smoking in the bath mm-hmm. and just like I don't know it's a totally different deal yeah that's a great evolution Mhm. Yeah, I love that evolution. And it's important. I think the um herbs in the weed is like such a great step up. You know, yes. to your like smoking ritual. Yeah. It just really adds adds a lot, I think. Uh-huh. What is it that you like? What what is it? The I don't flavor. Know. I think it adds a lot of flavoring. I think it, it just feels like you it opens you up like this way. You know, and like cannabis kind of like not necessarily holds you down, but it's like kind of rolls you in. It's weighty. You know? Yeah. yeah like yeah. the herbs kind of like balance out, you know? Yeah. For me personally. Yeah. Love that. In my opinion. <laughs> I think they also have like their, their own properties mm-hmm. too. Yeah. But I think chamomile is calming. Chamomile is really nice in a joint. Nice. It makes it so smooth. And lavender, too, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just the scent. I don't know. But there has to be some other magic going on there. It's the terpenes, It's the terpenes. Yeah. yeah, it's the same terpenes in the cannabis plant as is in the lavender and in the chamomile. Uh-huh. Mullen is really good. And Ooh, that's good for, like, opening your lungs. Nice. Mullen is, like, a super powerful... It is. It, it came up in everything last year. It was just, it was literally growing all over this greenhouse I was working at. Just like giant 10 foot tall mullen weeds. <laughs> Crazy. Just wild. It was huge and beautiful. Yeah. And it was just like coming up in like a bunch of random teas that I was drinking and like a bunch of these herbal blends that we were getting. And I was like, okay, mullen. Yeah, I see you. Welcome. Apparently, I needed Thank to you. play a role. <laughs> a bigger role Thank in your you. Life. Yeah, if Mullen's popping up, if Milk Thistle's popping mm-hmm. up, if Yarrow's popping up, snatch that shit. Mm-hmm. Snatch it. The earth is speaking, and she's like, <laughs> You need this. Blessings. Yes. <laughs> Help your damn self. Yeah. <laughs> so Don't good. mind if I do. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any like specific ritual around your cannabis, or are do you are you a pretty cash? No, super cash. Nice. Um, since I've been getting this like loads of homegrown stuff, though, I appreciate it more because I get like the like the beautiful blunt sized nugs, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then I like I'm like wow, that's right, like. Like, I'm a cannabis writer. Like, I've been writing in the cannabis industry for a couple of years now. And I learned so much. And so I know all of these, like, things. But, like, I forgot what, like, homegrown weed was like. 
and I've been appreciating it a lot more, that's for sure, instead of, like, going to the dispensary, which, like, I also love, I love my local dispensary, but, um, this is a different treat. Nice. Yeah. So I don't have a ritual. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Neither do I. Do you? Do you guys have rituals? No. My, I don't, not really, like, mine's, my smoking habits change all the time. Like, for, I'll go through a phase where I'm, like, super into flour, and I want everything ground, and I want to smoke it out of a bong. And then I'll go through, like, pre-roll phases, and then I'll be like, ugh, I can't smoke flour anymore, I need to take dabs, because I just can't smoke anymore. And... And then the cycle goes back around. Yeah, so... (laughs) Yeah. So there's, I guess, not enough time to establish a ritual before I shake it up again anyway. Yeah. But. Yeah. I like to smoke everything and anything. So I just am grateful for all the weed that I can get and light (laughs) it with a happy attitude. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Everything is going to be okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, light it with good intention, and then that's about it. Uh-huh. Say yay! Thank you. <laughs> yes. I love thinking about that intersection of of weed. That is no, I, I love thinking of weed as the intersection of all the four elements. Mm. You know, because you get your fire, you have your earth. If you're smoking out of a bong, you have your water. Mm. And what am I missing? Air. And obviously you need air. You're drawing it into your lungs. And then the fifth element, you. You know, of course. You know, I just love... That just always makes me, like, tingly. And, like, like, makes me happy to think of it that way. I like that. You know? You get all all four... All five elements. It really is. And if you're in the bath, that's bonus. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's, like, next level. Speaking of the fifth element, do you guys know that movie? And yes. I feel like <laughs> we are we, we are close it. to the aliens coming back from their shit. Oh <laughs> yeah, we're right, we're right on the cusp. We really right are. There. <laughs> I'm just waiting for something to beam down from the sky, whether it be like real or not. I'm ready. I'm just you know we're here. Why hold back? Either you know fake or. <laughs> Like, government-funded or real life. I'm ready for either one. Let's go, aliens! Yeah, I'm on the team. Let's go, aliens, for sure. I mean, they're there. They're here. They're everywhere. Right? Like, I feel like we've had enough predictive programming to where an alien or a mutant or something were to come out. And if there were enough of them, I feel like this is now great. (laughs) I feel like we would be fine. I feel like we'd be like, okay... Let's not fuck this up. <laughs> Let's not fuck this up. I feel like we would be fine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we would be fine. I'm pretty sure we wouldn't. This everyone is a fucking lunatic. That's yeah, true. I think so. I think people like the wrong like people to... would press the red button for nukes, and then it would just end up like nuking everybody, and it would just like <sighs> yeah. blow up in our faces, literally. Literally. Um. But yeah, I guess that's probably true, but I want to believe that we would be fine. Yeah. You've seen Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. 
Actually, I think we were just watching that earlier today, or Adam turned it on. I was watching it just literally <laughs> two minutes before I got on. Nice. Like, turned it off when I saw you guys go. <laughs> oh, perfect. Um, so, like, on the alien train, like, think about what's possible, I'm you sorry. know? I know. I know. Yeah. Anything. Literally. I'm watching this show, Dark. And it's a, a, this German show on Netflix about time travel. And it hits it about a little too right. And it, it is a little freaky. And it's like about this cave and there's like a break in time where it's like a black hole or it goes back in time. And I'm just like, just some of the things that they talk about, I'm like, this is too real. Sorry, yeah. German, you got it right. And you're telling everybody, like, I don't know. Like, I, I truly, there's probably a cave somewhere that there's a black hole, and you know? And there's it's like a time Antarctica. Loop. It's in Antarctica. There's probably multiple ones. I've been watching it too. I haven't watched it in a while, but I've watched it too. And it's fucking wild how you're like, that's actually probably exactly how time travel works. Yes. I went to this event in Denver a couple years ago with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, cool. And he was like talking about the validity of time travel and all like all of these different movies it was actually really funny he's hilarious and it turns out that like out of all the time travel movies bill and ted's excellent adventure is like the most accurate i knew it i knew it i freaking knew it that's so good have you guys seen the new one no i haven't either just curious (laughs) but it's like if that's the most and that's so similar to that dark show like Uh how the Super creepy. I'm gonna have to watch it. it yeah, sounds, you need to watch it. It sounds up my alley. <laughs> yeah, no, it's wild. Yeah. They were like, <laughs> we'll be watching it and kind of listening and tuning in and out, and then they'll say something that's like, that'll bo- spark both mine and my boyfriend's ears, and we're like, that's too real. <laughs> like, and it's about this, yeah, there's like a secret society that's trying to keep the cycle going. And then there's this other lady who's trying to break the cycle, and she's fighting for the light, and they're fighting for the dark. I'm like, <laughs> this is just, yeah, this is too real. But well, I anyway. have this, I have this theory that <laughs> I have a theory that everything that is fed to us on in movies and in TV is actually exactly how it like, well, yeah. really happens, right? And be, and Is by and by putting it on TV, no, no, and by putting it on TV and calling it fiction, they program into us that these things can't actually happen because this is a fictional moment. This is something that only happens in the movies. Meanwhile, there's all of this really shit happening. happening. But I mean, Watergate was real. No, I believe you that. You know, like hundred percent. I believe that. That's my theory. So, you know, Dark could totally be it. And they're just trying to program that it could, could only happen in the movies. That's what I'm saying. Huh. Huh. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you got me thinking. You really yeah. got me thinking. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a good question. <laughs> <to end. laughs> so far down the rabbit hole. 
I know. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how we like to play here on After Dark. So. Yeah, it gets weird. It gets wild out out here. <laughs> It's probably closer to the truth. Really? It's probably, that's fact in my reality. So. <laughs> Declare it, and it is true. <clears throat> it's true. And I'm in charge of my own reality. <laughs> well, you always are. Only you. hmm hmm Well, amazing. This has been such an awesome conversation and such oh. a fun smoke session. My cheeks hurt I because I've been smiling for an hour. <laughs> And we're going to have you back on the show for uh, the other podcast um, in, next month. So we're super excited to have you back, especially now that we've, like, gotten to know each other. We can, like, take it to another level. I don't know. Weirder we'll conversations. So good. Well, thank you again so much for joining us. Yes, thank you. Um, please go follow Morgan and check out the things that she's doing. You're amazing You're and amazing. beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye, ladies. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye. Bong rips and pizza chips. 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 Bong rips and pizza chips.